Hey everybody, Ben here, Editorial Director of Marvel Digital Media, and I have a very special interview for you this week. spoke to the one and only Joss Whedon, the director of Marvel's Avengers and Marvel's Avengers Age of Ultron. He's coming back to comics to do an eight-page Captain America story with artist John Cassidy, so we spoke all about it. Enjoy. My first question would be, uh, how did you get drawn back to comics this time? Because obviously it's a medium that you've worked in a little bit, but uh, not your, your regular cup of tea. Well, it's it's Cassidy, of course. <laughs> uh, Cass was like, "You want to do this?" And you know, um, eight pages is not a lifetime commitment. Um, and uh, um, Cass and I both share the same affection for World War Two era caps. So it just seemed like uh, I've been on a break for a long time. It seemed like a perfect way, actually, to sort of start writing again. Um, just Cassidy, you know, it's, uh, it's like working with one of your favorite actors. You don't have to tell him that much. <laughs> he just gets it. You mentioned the appeal of World War II Captain America, and I think that's something like a lot of people share. I think, you know, it's a unique aspect of the character. What is it about that era and placing the character in that era that made it appealing for you? You know, it's, it's, it's always a chance to um, look at the definition of a hero um, and the way that it's changed and um, and the definition of, of masculinity and the way that it's changed. And, you know, the idea of a guy working with a platoon, um, you know, in the middle of a war zone where there are civilians, you get um, this feeling of sort of selfless camaraderie that's a lot different than just, you know, uh, beating up the bad guy or shooting him. So it's 75 years of Captain America, a long time for one character to be relevant. Obviously, he's changed a lot. He's evolved a lot. What do you think it is about the character that keeps him relevant to readers and to fans after 75 years? You know, I think um, it's been a difficult journey. Mm-hmm. I think um, uh, there were times when it was, you know, writers were struggling to find that um, because you, you see them a little old-fashioned. Um, and but I think that his presence is always a comment on the times, whether or not he it's because he is of them or because he doesn't fit in them. And um, particularly now, as you know, um, you know, as it's further on from that era and uh, we look back at it with some un, you know, unwarranted nostalgia but also with a clearer eye to what it is you know, we had um, that we've lost um, he, you know, he can shine a light on the modern world that nobody else can and um, particularly because you know his name is America <laughs> and uh so it's um, there's you know, the uh, all the uh, the meanings and the metaphors are just right smack in your face, and um, uh, which sometimes makes him seem unbearably hokey, and sometimes makes him seem incredibly necessary. <laughs> Transitioning from working on the cinematic cap to is this this is, unless I'm wrong, this is the first time you've written exclusively the comics cap, right? Uh, the comic cap, yes, this is the first. I worked on I worked on the first 
chance to make a film. Yeah, so... Um, and, uh, I mean, obviously, I uh, haven't for two adventures movies, but yeah, in the comics, um, he... I'm trying to even remember if he shows up in the uh, I, in the um, Genesis X Men. I think he I think he was Literally. in there, but I think he maybe maybe had a line at most. Um, yeah. I was just curious, what how's it like? Because like you said, you worked on the cinematic cap. How's it different working on the comics cap, even for a brief period from the cinematic cap, or you just approach it the same? It's not that different. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's. Uh, um, you know, the, the first thing I did when I got the Avengers gig was write just scads of pages of arguments between uh, Captain America and uh, Iron Man. <laughs> and, um, you know, just sort of laying out who their characters were by how they couldn't stand each other. And, um, uh, you know, he's not actually in the, uh, the Giants Heart. No, okay. Um, I just looked. Um, but, uh, anyway, um, you know, his, his character was my sort of linchpin and my lodestone for the Avengers because what I wanted to say about, you know, how people have changed and we've, we've gone from a world that, that values Steve Rogers to a world that values Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's rich, he's obnoxious, and he thinks he can solve all the problems, um, and will die if people stop paying attention to him. So, um, uh, it's, um, it's just not my favorite thing. I mean, don't get me wrong, Tony's a dream to write. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Robert's amazing at it, but um, the cap contains um, a kind of, a sort of transcendent squareness that I think, uh, you know, we legitimately miss. You talked about working with John and how it's like working with one of your favorite actors and he was able to get you back. What are the things that John does better than so many other people that set him apart? For me, he's got just an absolute clarity of frame. His storytelling is very beautiful and spare. Um, And at the same time, the deep complexity of sort of human... Uh, emotion and sort of reality. He, uh, you know, I would throw him, you know, directions about somebody. Here's William and so like, he looks incredulous, but tired, but sarcastic, you know, but gassy. And he <laughs> deserves, and that's exactly what you'd get. Like, he's never, you know, he, he manages to find the humanity and as somebody, uh, and I wish I could give credit to the person who first said it, said uh, he doesn't draw muscles and then then draw lines over them. He draws people in clothing, people in their environments. He draws, um, there's a, just a reality to the textures that is uh, very compelling. There's something special about working with John, not just on anything but on Captain America, where he kind of made his mark. I was wondering mm-hmm. if you could speak to that for a second. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I associate Johnny with Cap probably more than any other character, um, certainly in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I guess I first saw him doing Union Jack, yeah. but um, Benedict Arnold. But, um, <laughs> uh, but you know, I, I know he just redesigned the, the outfit, and uh, he kind of was the guy who brought Cap 
back into, you know, into the into the main view, you know, uh, kind of the way Hitchy um, did with the Ultimates. It was sort of uh, they were the guy, the guys who, you know, kind of brought the Marvel universe up into the modern era. And um, and John does that with, you know, obviously he's a planetary. He has a great affection for the work, the pulp, and the sort of uh, popular fictions of the early part of the century. Uh, Johnny's work is always um, got that timeless, time-hopping quality. And um, so Cap, and particularly World War II Cap, is, you know, when you have that, when you have Johnny wanting to throw that down for eight pages, it's impossible not to answer the call and quite frankly if you've, if you've seen the thing you yep. can tell that uh, um, a lot of it um, for once um, I can't let off yet <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know I, I I worked out the story but I did not realize that I wasn't going to put any dialogue in the okay. in the the bulk of the, of the action scene because um, I was, but the more I wrote, the more I was like, nice. um, it's just going to say everything. Yeah. Um, Bob, one last question for you, um, and this has been great. Thank you so much. Um, without giving too much away of the story, it's only eight pages long, you chose to focus on one kind of iconic aspect of Captain America and subvert it a little bit. Why did you choose to do that, if you can speak to it without saying exactly what um, You know, uh... I wanted to, this is actually, um, I had had a, a very big um, concept years ago um, that I had want, desperately wanted to do, um, which actually was a crossover with Captain America and Jenny Sparks from The Authority. Oh, cool. And uh, I had this whole thing laid out. Obviously, it never happened. Mm. And... Um, uh, and I don't even know if I even told anybody about it. Like, I thought it was a great idea, but I was, um, uh, it's not like I got, you know, I got rejected. I just, uh, never even, not it probably wouldn't have happened. But anyway, it was about Captain America learning, early in his career, learning about the history of America and, you know, what, what's good and bad about how this country was formed and, and how that's reflected in Europe and so that it, you didn't have this jingoistic us good them bad view of, of Europe and uh, and so the point that's made in the little piece we do here is how I wanted to end that which is him realizing what his purpose is and that it's not you know to hit people very cool that's all the questions I had. Thanks so much for taking the time. I appreciate it. Cool. And, uh, I'll make sure you, you are notified when this goes up. Excellent. All right. Appreciate take care. It. Thanks a lot. You take care. Bye. Hope you guys enjoyed that interview with Joss Whedon. Uh, for more, keep posted on Marvel.com and definitely pick up Captain America Sam Wilson number seven to see his story and a whole lot more. Until next time, I'm Ben, and this is Marvel, your universe.